0: Welcome to Victorious Living.
1: And so we can lose it, folks. I don't, I'm not talking being lost or anything like that. I'm not talking about, you know, not being a Christian anymore. I'm just saying there's things that we can lose in our relationship with God as a child of God. There are things that we can lose, you know, if we don't, if we don't understand what we have to do.
0: Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week Pastor Cowan shares with us a message Avoiding the Spirit of Indifference We invite you to stay tuned to today's program If you can't we invite you to visit our website At victoriousliving.org There you'll find other audio and video resources To help you in your Christian walk And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us Avoiding the Spirit of Indifference Don't let us
1: get to the place where we think more of ourselves than we ought. In other words, let's not come to the place that we feel like we have arrived because we haven't. None of us in this room have arrived. Yeah, we've come a long way. Yes, we have grown a lot. Yes, but we haven't arrived. There's more growth to be had. There is more of God's spirit that we can be overflowing with. So we haven't arrived. So what does Satan do? Satan attacks your mind, our mind. He attacks our mind. And the only way that he can get us diverted from God is to bring this spirit of, what did I say, indifference, this spirit of indifference to our mind make us think we don't need that anymore or we don't need as much of that anymore or you don't have to do that. You don't need to do that every day. You don't need to come to church very often. You don't need to pay your tithes. You don't need to pray. You know, all of the things that we could mention. What's he trying to do? He is just simply trying to cause us to become indifferent toward those things that God has instructed us to do. So what happens? The enemy is eating away, eating away. He's ever, ever eating at our mind to bring our mind away from being spiritually minded to becoming carnal minded. And so there you go, you know. And sometimes, you know, people, I've had people to ask me, Said, Brother Charles, I'm a believer. I believe God. How come he didn't heal me? Well, I'm not God, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And and uh, I don't know. I can't answer everybody's questions, but I can say this: it's somewhere that they have not done, not doing, used to do, but not anymore. It's 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 all caught in that web somewhere, somewhere through life. But there but there's a reason for it. It's not like Satan just moved in one day. No, he's been eating away at that for a long, long time. Now back to the. Uh, back to the church at Laodicea, they had become indifferent and lukewarm in their relationship with God and Jesus. They had become more uh, in tune with the wealth, uh, with the prosperity of the day. And it it was one of the most prosperous cities of that day. It was one of the most prosperous cities that you can think about. So what happened? The people then their mind, they became indifferent toward the treasures of God and became more in tune with the physical treasures that they could see, feel, have, hold, whatever. And what happened to it? They became lukewarm. What did God God say? I'd rather you be hot or cold rather than being lukewarm. He said... If you're lukewarm, we're going to spew you out of my mouth. Now, I don't know that I understand the, all the depth in that one statement, that, but I just know that's what the Bible says. And so, what we want to do is make sure, like Paul teaches us, to think soberly. Be sober in your thinking. You know, uh, uh, don't think more highly. Don't think, "Well, I'm grown. I'm mature." And you know, don't you know? Kind of, you've seen people, you know that. That kind of stick out there, you know. God doesn't want us to be that way, because we we there, there's so much we don't know. There's so much that we have to learn, and so God ever wants us in that learning position, that learning place. Now, you know, I, I, I'm going to use Doctor Darrell without his permission. Doctor Darrell's a physician, and he knows a lot about the physical, (laughs) Uh, but there's more to learn about the diseases and the sicknesses and things uh, than what we know today. There's a lot more to learn about it. Well, how many of you know God's great big God? God is a great big God. And there's more to learn about God than what we've learned to this point. And there is no one person who knows all about it. They, they, they're just not out there. Now, there are people that know a lot, have a lot of great revelation. Uh, I know uh, I personally have learned from people, you know, that has a great revelation, but yet even at the revelation that they had, there's more that God has. I mean, you, could, you can never get to the end of God. Never can you get to the end of God. So we see then the church at Laodicea had become indifferent and lukewarm in their relationship with God and Jesus. This COVID deal, let me get back to that just for a moment, has created this, where people have become indifferent toward God and believe in God and, and leaning on God. Now, I don't want anybody to go out tonight and the pastor said you ought not to do this, that, and other. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying that there are natural things that happen around us that could cause us to become indifferent to doing the things that keeps us strong in the Lord. That's all I'm saying in that. All righty. So the church at Laodicea had become indifferent, lukewarm. Their, Their indifference was a lack of interest and enthusiasm with no concern for their relationship with God and Christ they did, they no longer had that zeal they no longer had the enthusiasm that they had when they first come to know the lord and so we can lose it folks i don't i'm not talking being lost or anything like that i'm not talking about you know not being a christian anymore i'm just saying there's things that we can lose in our relationship with god as a child of god there are things that we can lose you know, if we don't, if we don't understand what we have to do. So Laodicea, as I've said, was the wealthiest of the seven cities where the seven churches that John wrote to were located. And it was a thriving city of commerce. And the Laodiceans, I don't know if it's a hundred percent, it doesn't say, uh, at least with what I studied, it didn't say. But it was a, thriving city of commerce and it was prosperity everywhere and what did it do? It affected the way their thoughts and their mind toward God and and become indifferent in God's direction and became more in tune with what was happening around them. Now the the material things of this life, you're not going to go to heaven with it. What's the old saying? You've never seen a a a U-Haul, a hearse. That's a new one, in it? You've never, never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse, amen. We're not gonna take the wealth of this present world that we are so blessed with and the prosperity of the present world in the natural. We're not gonna take that to heaven. I mean, why would we even wanna think about taking it to heaven when What's heaven, God? Do you know what I'm saying? And so, so in the midst of prosperity, the church had become indifferent in Laodicea, had become indifferent, bland and lukewarm and no interest in the spiritual things of God. Folks, I'm telling you, there is something in that one statement right there that if it doesn't wake us up, it should. Listen, I wanna read it again. In the midst of prosperity, the church, not everybody, I'm not, I'm not just broad brushing Ever. that's not what I'm saying. But in the midst of prosperity, the church has become indifferent, bland and lukewarm and no interest or sometimes a lack of interest in the spiritual things that God has to offer. And folks, that can take a hold of you. It, it, it don't take a long time for that to take a hold of us. Amen. Because we can come, we're indifferent to worshiping. We're indifferent to even sometimes lifting our heads. We're indifferent to raising our hands. I don't, I've had people say, I don't believe in that. Well, what is that? That's an indifference. That's an indifference toward God. That is someone that is indifferent toward what God instructs us to do. So it's easy to become indifferent and not know or even think that we are. And so what happens enthusiasm is out, is out the door. Being enthusiastic is out the door. And I remember one time somebody asked me, it's been a long time ago, said, uh, but Charles, are y'all one of them churches that shout and jump and run? You know, implying that there was something wrong with, with someone in the church running, ju- uh, running jumping, shouting. And so I said, Well, you know, that happens occasionally. We want it to happen more. We want to move with the Spirit of God. And so on I talked to the to the individual. But this individual was indifferent to a move of the Spirit of God that that affected our emotions. You know, when the Spirit of God gets to move it and gets to gets to working, at the least sometime it'll make you at least want to. Patch your foot. Or it, 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 if, it's not, if it's not stirring something within us, it even make us just want to do that. I, I, I don't know. There is an indifference. But, but it's, it, indifference is so subtle that sometimes it happens and we don't realize that it's in our life. So in the midst of prosperity... The church at Laodicea had become indifferent, bland, and lukewarm. Now remember this people, God uses people. We're talking about a move, or we're we, we, we hearing it and we've talked about it. We want to move with the spirit of God, but guess what? He's not, God by his physical presence or Jesus by his physical presence is not gonna be here because he's in us. So because he's in us, he is here. And so what happens is we, we need to stir up. The Bible teaches, it says, stir, stir up your mind by way of remembrance. Don't come to church, listen to me, don't come to church playing on your phone. Don't come to church with your head down, making out like you're reading the Bible when you're texting. Now you say, well, where'd that come from? Well, it's not been too awful long ago. I had an usher come by me and said, he said, Pastor, do you realize how many people in your church are texting on the phone while you're preaching? I said, I don't know, but I'm not surprised. I don't know, but it doesn't shock me that that's happening, you know. Well, what, what, what are they doing? They're indifferent to hearing the Word of God that causes them to be established or to stay firm in the midst of trouble or when trouble comes. So, you know, if that's what you come to
0: church, you can set in your car. It's our hope that today's message, Avoiding the Spirit of Indifference, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer number 15. This week's special number is 15. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, We'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.